Well, greetings, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Scramble Podcast, brought to you by Farmer's Hen House Eggs that not only taste good, but do good for the farmer, for the hen, for the environment, and most importantly, for you. My name is Brett Erickson. I'm the marketing director here at Farmer's Hen House, and today we are continuing our series of what we're calling Monthly Roundups with Ryan. Ryan is our CEO here and one of the co-owners of Farmer's Hen House, and he's been around the coop. Let's just say that. Can we say that? Yeah, you can say that. All right, we can say that. All right, he's been around the coop a few times, so he has lots of insights about the egg industry, about farming, uh, about flying as of recent, right? As of recent, yeah. Yeah, because he's he's working on getting his pilot license. But today we're not only joined by our CEO, Ryan, but also... A newcomer to the hen house, Mr. Chris Schepler. Did I pronounce that correctly? Schlepper. Yep. Schlepper. I almost got it. I got to get my L's <laughs> in order here. Uh, who is our new VP of sales and comes from us all the way from Minnesota. Yeah. Is that how you say it? It is, yeah. That's great. I haven't heard good you, accent. I haven't heard you say it like that, though. <laughs> where, where, where's that Minnesota accent, man? What would you, you do with it? Did uh, you leave, leave it at the coop door or what? I think mine's pretty mild. Is it? I think it is, yeah. Is there a, uh, a spectrum, depending upon where you live, For where it sure. gets a little thicker? For sure, yeah. Yeah, farther up north, you'll, you'll hear a little bit more accent. Metro area, not as much. Okay. Yeah. And so Chris came to us, what was it, about two, three months ago? couple months now yeah yeah how's it been it's been great yeah it's, yeah, it's exciting to learn a new category this is, this is a lot of fun yeah because you were in uh, cheese product yep. prior yep. Uh, what was that like that, I mean, I'm setting you up for a joke here yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you don't need to take it yeah no it, it was a it was a fantastic learning experience so my history is, is retail and, and consumer packaged goods and grocery um, and you know the cheese category was uh, incredibly commoditized, and so you know new learning for me uh, on that side. Spent seven years there, um, but you know excited to bring a lot of that learning um, to eggs, um, specifically specialty eggs, um, and, and just the the brand story that we have here uh, is so fantastic, and was so exciting to come in uh, because it's something that's really easy to understand. It's really easy to get behind. Um, and, and just really looking forward to learning more about the category and, and applying you know, some of the learnings that I've had over my career to, um, to our fantastic brand. Yeah, it's an exciting egg venture, right? <laughs> Very good, yes. Yeah, we've got to work on those egg puns with you. <laughs> they come, they'll come along, though. Um, and Chris, uh, you uh, are still stationed in Minnesota. Yep. And so Chris comes down about once a month uh, to spend a couple of days here uh, at the offices in Iowa. Um, but really helping uh, us capture some, some new markets and, and keep the current ones. Um, so uh, to start, I thought, apart from just introducing Chris, uh, if you guys could share one thing right now in both of your lives that is exciting. And I didn't prep you for this, yeah. too. <laughs> no, that's... So not, so not I, I can start. Yeah, for me, we, we've, got, we've got child number two on the way next month, and so... Uh, back at home, that that's kind of um, enveloped our lives a little bit. We've got a, a three-year-old um, that's pretty excited for for another baby sister. So um, we'll have two kiddos in our household in about a month. So pretty excited for that. Yeah, that's super exciting, man. Uh, Ryan, anything exciting? Right now, right I'm now. most excited for spring 
everything turned green. What, what, you know? When's that coming again? Uh, I don't know. It looks like a few months away. We hit our first yeah. <laughs> our first snow of spring today. Yeah, first snow of spring. I'm actually really ready to do my garden this year. Yeah. Well, what about your bees? And my bees made it through the winter for the first time ever. Yeah. So I'm, that's exciting. That is exciting. That is exciting. I think it's just because they're they're so stubborn and mean. This batch is so stubborn and mean that you know they just. You've trained them well. They they survived. Yeah, they yeah. survived the winter. So. You kind of do like these rocky training sessions yeah. on them and just yelling <laughs> in their face and yeah, get them going. So, well, that those are exciting things. So thank you for sharing those. Uh, one thing that was exciting was what two weeks ago we were out at a, a pretty large, yeah. uh, what do you call it, convention, I guess, right? Food Expo, show, food, food show, show. Yeah. Expo West out in Anaheim, and uh, we had a booth there, so we got to share about uh, what's going on at Farmers Hen House, uh, but we also got to to learn about a lot of new products too. To to begin, I, I thought it'd be interesting to hear from you, you both. What was a product? that stood out for you guys that you thought was of interest? You know, I, I think for me, it's such a fun show um, to go to because it's so big and there's so many new products there. Um, obviously, there, there's some trends in some of those new products as well. The booth right next to us was plant-based meat. Yeah. Um, and that was interesting, you know, watching that category grow and evolve That's over a shout the years. Out, a shout-out real quickly to Like Meat. Yep. And we'll have to tag them now because yeah. of this yeah. shout out, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it, you know, it's just fun to see that, that category grow. Um, and it's fun to try those products and see how far they've come um, from the, the first, uh, you know, plant-based meats to um, the products that they have now. It, it, it's hard to tell the difference and it's fun to, to see that grow and it's fun to see the excitement around categories like that. Yeah, just so long as they stay out of the egg market, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes it okay. <laughs> what about you, Ryan? What's stood out for you? Oh, I don't know. There was a lot of things. It was just nice to be at a big food show again after yeah. basically three years. Because the last um, one you were at was 2019. 2019. Okay. Yeah, 2019. And yeah, to see how things, you know, change. Like Chris said, there was a lot of plant-based products there. The last time I was there, it was a lot more CBD products. This time I didn't see quite as many of those. Um, oh, I can't think of one single product that was way more interesting than the rest, but it's, it is really interesting to see what the things people are coming up with, yes. Yes. I think for me it was liquid death. I thought, yeah. <laughs> and, and that, you know, that's a water company, but their marketing is to kind of market it almost like it's a, an alcoholic drink yeah. or just a, a really, it's hardcore water is <laughs> essentially what it is. And because they're also keeping us hydrated uh, during Expo West, uh, I liked them that much more. But yeah, it was a great show. It's good weather if you're from Iowa or Minnesota. Yeah. It was good to escape uh, for a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, kind of moving on, we're hoping that that theme of being able to be in person yeah. at food shows continues. You guys were also at what the Midwest Poultry Show. Yeah, last so, week. So that would have been more yeah for producers and stuff. And so that was nice to finally have the same thing. That had been three years um, since that had been held. So that was nice. Yeah, so hoping that trend continues. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of, of other exciting things or new products, Ryan, will you tell us or tell our listeners about yeah. maybe something that they might be noticing on the shelf yeah, soon so, or maybe even at yeah, the moment? It might be coming to a store in your neighborhood soon. So, yes, if you live in Chicago, you can find this on the shelves um, or Atlanta. 
Um, we have a new pasture raised product, a non-organic pasture raised. Um, look for a nice blue carton. Um, we're excited about that product as we, we've seen that category grow within our organic version. So this is a non-organic version, so it's a little bit more approachable on a pricing standpoint. But the standards for outside access and all that are exactly the same. So, um, yeah, 108 square 108 feet. 108 square feet per bird, yeah. So, and right now, how many retailers are we? Uh, I think five. Okay. Yeah. Did you know them all off the top of your head? No, I don't know them all off the top of my head. Okay. But, yeah. Well, Chicago and Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Geography down at least. Yeah. Um, but hoping, obviously, uh, as time goes on, yeah, consider yeah. that that would continue to. Yeah, we've just we've just had them out, and oh, you can also get them in Iowa City. I forgot, I left that out. Oh, new Pioneer. it's a new Pioneer yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've just been out for about four months now, so yeah, just getting them rolling. That's right. Get those eggs rolling. Well, cool. Well, uh, any other new things that you feel like? either in the industry and in farming, I imagine, I you know you said we're looking at spring and planting yeah. season and all of that brings, hopefully maybe what we see grain prices go down and all you think. Maybe if we have a really good crop. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully it was dreary and raining and snowy this morning. That's good moisture in the ground. So with, with grain, with grain, grain prices obviously has been an issue. I don't know the past, how long? Well, almost a year. Yeah. Does that impact us the same way? Obviously, it has some impact on us, but does that impact us the same way as it might like a conventional market, given the fact that a lot of our farmers grow of their own grain? Um, yeah, it still impacts the same because they grow their own grain, but it's still going to be worth the same amount as on what, the market. The, what the market's saying. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're definitely seeing... Definitely seeing inflation there. I mean, um, we were just looking at it yesterday. Like on the organic side, our grain costs are up twenty two percent in a year. Wow! You know, so that's a big jump. Yeah. Um, and you're seeing across the whole food sector, and, all and food is getting a lot more expensive. And the biggest reasons for that are just supply, supply, yeah. supply and demand. Um, so. Yeah. But we need we need more. Um, what do we need? Yeah, more acres of organic crops. Okay, I'd like to see. Yeah, you know, any aspiring a, organic farmers yeah, out there? Yeah, exactly, is in a especially in a state like Iowa where we have such fantastic growing soil, is we need more um, conventional farmers to switch to organic. Okay, organic acres is what we need. Yeah, so a little more work, but you can make more money. So that's the trade off. Right. Yes. And have a, a better impact. Better impact on the in soil the, in the, the soil for the long term. So, so it sounds like a win win. It is. You know, I'm I'm actually thinking about it now. What do you think? Yeah. Hey, there's. I, I, I got I got a quarter land. acre yeah. up in yeah. Cedar Rapids. Maybe we can make something work there. <laughs> with current prices, we'll go, we'll go with vertical. Current prices that might be that might work really well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Every quarter acre counts right now. Nice little supplemental <laughs> income there. So. But yeah, that uh, would be something that would be great to see is some shifts from conventional farming to organic farming. And, mm -hmm. and like you said, it'd be nice to get those grain prices down. So Chris, what about you, man? From a sales perspective, maybe from a retailer perspective, are you seeing anything that stands out that's newsworthy on the shelves or in the market or anything you want to mention? Um, not necessarily from the, the shelves of the market, but just shopping patterns in general. You know, we've had a very unique past couple of years. 
Um, and I think, you know, you're starting to see things normalize in our grocery stores in terms of new shopping patterns. So um, consumers had to figure out curbside pickup, online yeah. delivery. Um, and, you know, a lot of those options are really convenient. You're seeing people stick with that. And so I think, you know, now that, you know, the world's opening back up a little bit, restaurants are open, people are more willing to go into stores, you're starting to see what that new normal looks like. Um, and then, you know, for me personally, with, with what my role is, um, you know, retailers are opening back up again. You know, we're able to have some of those conversations. They're putting new products on the shelf. They're touching the shelf again, um, you know, maybe for the first time in, in 12 to 24 months. Um, and so that part's really exciting that it feels like things are getting back to normal, but it's a new normal. And so yeah. there's a little learning there. Um, but it, it's an exciting, you know, new frontier of, of how people are, are shopping and, and choosing and, and getting their groceries. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I even, we still, we started doing curb pickup, my wife and I and family during in the pandemic, but, and now we've continued to do it, right? Mm -hmm. It's a new normal for us. Mm -hmm. Well, good stuff. Well, lastly, uh, and probably, well, not most importantly, we'll say, but importantly, do you have any teams left in your final four brackets? No. Not Neither one. one of you. Not a one. Oh, no. I take that back. I do have one. Who do you got? Kansas. Okay. That's yeah, good. That's I do good have pick. one. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris, you're completely out. No, I, I like picking the underdogs, the ones that you know I feel really good about. And it just... You had St. Peter's going to the championship, <laughs> right? You were pretty bummed when they lost. <laughs> you know, if I could have read a bracket after that first round, I might have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, but you no, I didn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, if it makes you feel any better... I'm out too. Yeah. Yeah. So St. Peter just didn't come through for me. <laughs> but well, thank you all for listening to this episode of the Scramble Podcast brought to you by Farmers Henhouse Eggs that not only taste good, but do good. We'll see you next time. Thanks. <laughs>